0: You are a Locked On Braves Postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day.
1: Hello and welcome into the Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. Grant McCauley, Jake Mastriani with you after a Braves victory. That is the good news. And as this thing typically goes, on the flip side of that coin, there is unfortunately some bad news, and that is that the Atlanta Braves have once again lost Ozzy Albies to injury. He is done for the regular season. We're going to talk about that. We'll, of course, go through what was an important win for the Braves, 4-3. to three, They take it over the Phillies. They have now won a series against philadelphia have a chance to go for a sweep on sunday so of course we'll get you set up for that so many different things to talk about in this one before we get started though want to remind you subscribe here on youtube and click the bell to get the notifications whenever we drop a new episode and of course make sure you subscribe to locked on braves wherever you get your podcast jake the good news as i said the 4-3 victory you'll take it a lot of good things happened in this game ronald acuna jr kinley jansen couple of the highlights the low light though broken right pinky finger for ozzy albies he is done for the year and i don't know if Ozzie would have any luck this year, if not for bad luck.
0: Yeah, it's definitely one of those bittersweet games. Certainly, you love to win the game, and you love Ronald Acuna Jr. breaking out like he has been. But, I mean, you just feel for Ozzie Albee. He's a guy, you know, worked his way back. He's in the lineup, doing some good things, and he just seems like one of the best guys in all of baseball, and you just really hate this for him. And uh, hopefully this is the last time we see him this year. I know they said the regular season, but maybe the Braves will go deep enough we get to see Ozzy return, but man, that was, that was tough to watch.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're going to go through the process of breaking down this game and, and there were good things that happened on this night, but it's just this, this negative cloud that's just hanging over everything. Because as you said, you know, Ozzy is a guy that brings a, a certain energy and a certain dynamic to this club. It had been missing throughout the course of the season. Had it stopped the Braves from winning? No, but it kind of felt like it could be this, this X factor that you get right here at a time in the season where you could really use that kind of a lift, and he's back for about what, 24 solid hours as far as on the field time is concerned. He plays in his first game, comes in, in his second game, he's on base a couple of times, tags up to head to second base, slides in and breaks the pinky finger on his right hand. Brian Snitker said after the game, he's definitely done for the rest of the regular season. Maybe we see him in the postseason, but you know, I just can't help but just look at this overall, not to you know dwell on the bad news of the day, but this is something that I think this club, you know, it's going to take a minute for this to set in and it's going to be disappointing as it is right now. And even more so perhaps when it does.
0: Yeah, and we talked about it. I mean, and, and a lot of people have been joking about it on Twitter. I mean, you know, whether it's a coincidence or not, Ronald Cooner Jr. Going off yeah. when his, his best friend comes back. I mean, I'm sure this has to be devastating to him. Hopefully Ozzy's going to continue to be around and be in the clubhouse with the guys, but not the same when you're, you know, on the field, you know, and you're in battle with with the guys. So, uh, again, I think you talked about it yesterday, the energy Ozzy brings and the lift that he brings, especially this time of year, you know, is a long season. And, you know, you need sparks like that throughout the year. We've seen it yep. with Harris and Grissom, and we're hoping Ozzy would kind of be that next kind of spark down the stretch here the rest of the way. So, I mean, it's devastating all around for Ozzy, the person, the player, you know, for the team. You know he's a clubhouse leader, uh, yep. so you really just hate it all around right now for Ozzy Albie's. But again, he's out there and he's doing good things. You talked about the play where he gets injured; he scores on that ball, on the ball that Ronald Acuna Jr. Mm-hmm. hits, ends up being the you know this deciding run in the game. So, uh, I mean, uh, it's just devastating. It's brutal uh, what what happened to Ozzy tonight.
1: It really is. It felt like, you know, if you're a longtime wrestling fan watching this podcast, great. Then we have something in common. But it's like that tag team that you loved finally getting back together, getting back out there. And in their first match, one of the guys gets hurt. You're going to have to be without it for a while. But, you know, again, not to dwell on all the the negative that comes from this, but it's just hard to sugarcoat it because it's a big loss for the Braves. But they did not lose this game. In fact, they won this game. Ozzy Albies contributed. Ronald Acuna Jr. big time contributed to this one. Let's talk about game number one, forty-five for the Braves. It's game two of this three-game set against the Phillies. Philadelphia now eighty and sixty-five after the loss, three runs, eight hits, no errors, eight men left on base. Braves now ninety and fifty-five, four runs, eight hits, one error, six men left to board for the Braves. Dylan Lee picks up the win in relief. He helped Jacobo Rizzi get out of some trouble in the middle frames and picks up that victory. Aaron Nola it, it was rocky at times, but he was able to really settle in and keep the Phillies in this game. He will take a loss though. Drops to nine and twelve. Kenley Jansen, you talk about a dominant performance. Maybe he had a little chip on his shoulder from the way things have been going lately. One, two, three. They went in the ninth. He looked as good, I think, as he's looked at any time in a Braves uniform. Save number thirty-four for him. Three hours, eighteen minutes. Time of game. Forty-two thousand five hundred forty-two on hand to see it. And they saw what I was calling on Twitter earlier tonight, Jake, the Ronald Acuna Jr. game. At least the latest Ronald Acuna Jr. game. Uh, four runs knocked in in this game. You might look at that run column and say, "Wow." That came in handy because the scored four times. Ronald with a two-run homer to get him on the board, a two-run double that helped pad that lead. Atlanta's bullpen was able to hold things well enough, bend but not break, if you will, before Jansen got things finished up. Uh, this was, I feel like, as far as Ronald Acuna Jr. is concerned, let's focus in on him for a minute. We wanted to see him get energized and go on that run, and I have felt like I've been telling people since Ronald stepped back in the lineup, you know, there's going to be a time where this guy's going to get hot, and he's going to get some big hits and carry this team and do the stuff that we're all accustomed to seeing. I didn't know I'd be waiting until the middle of September to really get to see it the way that we're seeing it the last couple of days, but he couldn't have picked a better time.
0: Yeah, like Snit said after the game, and we said yesterday, if you want to pick now to get hot and do so the rest of this what? month and through the postseason, go ahead. Yeah, right. At, you know, go go for it. But you know, the home runs, obviously, into the chop house are just mm-hmm. amazing. The, the double, and that he's able to get under that pitch that was down in the zone, and to get under that, to get it over the third baseman, that's been a ground ball to the left side all year long, and that's, that's kind good. of what we've been looking for, being able to get under those pitches, get some loft on them, and then. What he did de- defensively, and I loved the, the post-game interview Jeff Francor had with him, and you can hear him listening to Frenchie's questions, obviously understand what he's saying. and he, Frenchie's asking about his defense, and you see Acuna's face lighting up and him starting to smile. You know, he loves that part of the game. You can see it, and what a difference maker it was. I think Bryce Harper was out at second base. I wish they would have challenged that. It was close. But either way, just the cannon that he has. And you saw both with Ronald and Michael tonight saving a run because mm-hmm. of the threat of their arms in the outfield. And what a difference maker he is when he's able to be in the field. He had the great diving catch against Bryce yeah. Harper. So, I mean, just does it all for you. We all know that. We unfortunately haven't gotten to see that all year from Ronald Acuna Jr. Because, of the injury and in coming back from it. But certainly nights like this remind you just the type of MVP talent he is when he is playing, feeling well and playing playing this like he, he did on uh, Saturday night.
1: Yeah, and let me do some quick math, if you will. So four runs knocked in for Ronald in this one. The diving catch against Bryce Harper you brought up, that's no small play in this game. I think that could have cleared the bases. That's three runs that the Phillies did not get to score as that diving catch uh, that Ronald made. Uh, with the bases loaded in the fifth inning for Philadelphia, that ended their threat, and that was when Jake Otorizzi got in a little bit of trouble. Dylan Lee was able to get out of it, thanks in large part to Ronald Acuna Jr. Go ahead and give him a save. I was racking my brain, Jake, You know, and we've seen Ronald back for a number of months now. I don't remember another diving play that he has made all season long. He has pretty much been upright in right field. If he can't run it down, then he had to play it on a hop, but that was not the case on this night. It just feels like something has clicked. Maybe that time at DH where he kind of joked to it was a little bit boring, Well, now he's back out there getting to do all the things he loves doing. We're seeing him making diving catches. We're seeing him hit home runs. You know, the big-time opposite field power lets me know that this guy's where he needs to be. And as you brought up, another screamer over the third baseman to knock in another couple of runs. This is why Ronald Acuna Jr. is the player that people have come to know or who they've come to know, the five-tool guy that can affect the game in so many different ways. He was knocking in runs. He was saving runs. And as it happened, the Braves win by one, so all of them proved to be pretty big.
0: Yeah, hopefully the that stint on the DH, while I didn't love it because I love him out there in the outfield, hopefully that that's going to play a big factor here down the stretch and keeping him fresh. So, And if that's the case, then great on Snicker and the training staff for, staff for doing that because uh, what he's looked like here over the last couple of games, like we talked about, it's been truly amazing. It's the Ronald Acuna Jr. we're used to seeing. And again, like we said, if we get that for the rest of the month and in the postseason uh, watch out i mean this Braves team, which is already really good could go to another level we get mvp acuna back
1: yeah and what a great time to wake up as far as the bats concerned and what a great way to wake up with then with coffee am the official sponsor of the braves postcast coffee am's an atlanta based small batch coffee roaster and if you go to coffeeam.com slash locked on today you can get a full look at their menu of coffees and teas and gift sets a lot of great stuff there coffeeam.com slash locked on use the coupon code locked on at to check out You get 15 percent off your first order coffee am is the best small batch coffee roaster in america that is coffee a m uh, so as we look at the pitching side of things in this one i thought jake odorizzi he adjusted a few things in in this one and really the one thing and i know chip carey talked about this on the Bally sports i knew there were a lot of foul balls but i didn't realize exactly how many balls have been fouled off by the phillies that worked odorizzi up to 93 pitches he got in some trouble there in the fifth inning. I don't disagree at all with going to the bullpen because you know, Jake, third time through the lineup for Odorizzi and for most pitchers in baseball can be a lot trickier. I felt like that Snip made the calls that he needed to make. The bullpen got, by and large, the outs that they needed to get. And, you know, Odorizzi looked better, obviously, against this Phillies team than he did against that Mariners team last time out. I thought he did a good job
0: of working that cutter in a little bit more, especially away to right-handed hitters. Uh, I think if you can do that, because he has so much run on his 4 seam into righties, I think that cutter kind of keeps them honest. It's probably why you saw so many foul balls because he was just working them in and out yeah. uh, with that four-seamer and cutter. But I thought that was a pretty good game plan there. So, look, he can be an effective pitcher. It's not like you know he hasn't been that in the past, but. We just need to see more consistency out of him. Obviously, would love to see him go deeper in the games. But, you know, obviously the results were there. You know, he pitched pitched well, effectively enough. And, yeah, I agree with you completely. I thought that was the right time for uh, to go to the bullpen there. I mean, there was a lot of base runners late in this game. Yeah. You know, a lot of stressful inning for these Braves pitchers. And, again, did a good job just holding the Phillies right there. And, like you said, you know, maybe bending but not fully breaking and giving the Braves a one-run lead. So, again, a lot of credit to the pitching staff. And I think a lot of credit to Snicker in the way he handled the bullpen in this one.
1: Yeah. It certainly worked out on this night, four and two thirds innings, just two hits and one walk for Oda He allowed one run struck out five, 93 pitches, ton of foul balls, I believe 26 in total. They drove that pitch count up just a little bit. Dylan Lee was able to help work out of some trouble. I know AJ Minter, Colin McHugh were also big in this game, right? So Iglesias. And of course, Kinley Jansen. I mean, We've talked so many times lately about Kinley and, and you know locking down his role and getting you feeling good and, of course, getting him feeling good about the important innings and the important outs that the Braves need from him. I hope that this is an indication that he has managed to figure out a few things mechanically and get the cutter going because that's his pitch. And it seems like, Jake, over those last, what, 10 appearances or so, he has really struggled to find the feel and the placement and the execution of that, his signature pitch. Yeah. And I don't know if I talked about it on
0: here or on on the podcast, but I feel like he wasn't throwing the cutter enough. Maybe there's reasons for that, didn't feel comfortable with it, you know, just wasn't locating it as well. But tonight, nine cutters, nine pitches, nine cutters. So you saw him kind of getting back to that pitch. I thought it was obviously very effective for him in this game. So, you know, obviously a lot going on with Kenley Jansen right now. He knows he hasn't been pitching like he's capable of, but certainly. You know, on this night was very effective, and you had Bryce Harper lurking on deck, so there was no room for error in that ninth inning. You let a runner on, and next thing you know, Harper's coming up as the go-ahead runner at the plate. So, yeah, very good night for Kinley Jansen. Shuts it down, stress-free, exactly what you want out of your closer.
1: Yeah, I wanted to see Bryce Harper batting in the uh, top of the first inning on Sunday against Spencer Strider, and that's the matchup that we're going to get jansen's 34th save of the season ronald acuna jr i don't know if i mentioned this earlier that home run second in his many days 13th on the season hopefully this is something that's a sign of things to come from him Uh, certainly he was the offensive standout of this game with his two-run double and two-run homer meanwhile the mets were busy winning another game they did beat the pittsburgh pirates that means that atlanta remains a game out of first place so keeping pace. You got to do that. Most certainly that's what the Braves are focused on is winning their game. And if they could get a little bit of help from some of these other teams, that would be nice, but you can't count on it night in and night out. So I'm sure that the Braves message remains the same. We'll focus on winning ours. And of course, they're going to see the Mets before too long. That series is growing closer by the day. Let's get you set up for game three of this series. After I tell you about bet online, which is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. You can find your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games with reviews and news of every league, MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, as well as combat sports, esports, and golf, head to betonline.net today and use your mobile device to learn more about the action that's happening at BetOnline, where the game starts. Braves will go for a sweep of the Phillies on Sunday. It's Spencer Strider on the mound. He's 10-5, and 272 the ERA. The lefty Bailey Falter will be on the mound for the Philadelphia Phillies, and perhaps that last name is a, a, a little bit of foreshadowing. He's 5-3, three, 380 the ERA if he does falter. And the Braves uh, have known Jake or have been known, Jake, to take some uh, liberties against left-handed pitching to the tune of a 800-plus uh, OPS as a club. So this would appear to be on paper where the games are not played. A pretty favorable matchup for the Braves in the finale at 135 on Sunday.
0: They've also been known to struggle in day games and series finales, so we'll see what balances out here. But one thing I know, is Spencer Strider's on the mound, and I know he's been really good, especially at home and ERA under two. So looking forward to him going out there having a good game from beginning to end, and hopefully the Braves offense, as you said, you know, break out, get some big run, get have some big innings, uh, and get this series sweep. Because like you said, can't expect too much help from the Mets opponents right now. So you got to take care of your own business, and they'll look to do that on Sunday.
1: You do. And the Braves are going to be very familiar with the Phillies. When they wrap up this three-game set, the Washington Nationals will come to town for three games. And the Braves hit the road, and they're at Citizens Bank Park for a four-game series against Philadelphia. So very important to win every single one of these matchups. This does have wild-card implications for the Phillies, obviously. For the Braves at the moment, who are in the number one wild-card spot, you don't want to be ceding too much ground or giving anything up. And of course, losing ground to the overall NLE standings. The Phillies may not be able to win this division. Mathematically, it would be a a miraculous finish for them, but they could certainly uh, throw a, a wrench in the works for the Braves in trying to track down the Mets. Game three of the series, Phillies at the Braves. is Spencer Strider against Bailey Falter, one thirty-five p.m. Eastern time at Truist Park. That'll bring us to the end of this edition of the Braves postcast. As always, uh, make sure you subscribe to Locked on Sports Atlanta here on YouTube and to Locked on Braves wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, a 4-3 victory for Atlanta against the Phillies on Saturday, but bittersweet as Ozzie Albies, with a broken finger, is now done for the regular season. Hopefully, we'll be able to see him at some point before the Braves are done playing baseball in 2022 with some bad news on Saturday night. He's Jake Mastriani. I'm Grant McCauley. We look forward to talking to you again soon here on the Braves Postcast. And until then, so long, everyone.
0: Hey, this is Stacey Gatsoulias, DC Lundberg, Ryan Finkelstein, Tail Blake Ward, host of Locked On Yankees, Locked On Mariners, Locked On Mets, Locked On Angels, and you're listening to Locked On Braves.
1: Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network.